Woke up from my nap about noon Just thought that I had to be at Russell's soon Gotta get there before the chat begins Before we all start bitching about our kids About to go when I hear a whine It's the young synth pad screaming I need to die! Ran in the house, grabbed a bottle Changed their diaper, then I hit the throttle Cruising down the street in my four door Glory days behind me and my back is sore Using sleeper app to manage my teams Winning that juice is now the only dream Because the dads in the chat are always on We take out our trash and we mow our lawns Now the mic is on and we're damn near live So sit back and peep this dad chat ride And welcome in <laughs> episode 12 With the dad chat we got Tim and Derek with us again. It just seems to be us three recurring recurring members. So yeah, we're the uh, core. Since uh, since we are on episode twelve, let's do favorite number twelves. Don't be, don't take the easy route. Take Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to be a Homer and Aaron Rodgers. Don't no. Don't pick pick an obscure twelve. Pick someone a little. Down the line. Fine. Rashad Bateman's pissing me off tonight. But I'm going to go with that number 12. <laughs> Rashad Bateman. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got. Fucker better get in gear. I've got a couple of 12s. I've got uh, Dane Sonsenbacher, okay. wide receiver, Ohio State. Dane Sonsenbacher. Little 5'10, 185 pound, little, uh, little beast. Just I could have guarded him. You could not have guarded I him. I could have guarded him in my prime. He would have smoked you. Are you kidding me? The dude played in the NFL. That's fine. Uh, another another twelve. Tim White like this one. Uh, at Ohio State, we call him Twelve Gauge Cardale Jones. Oh, fuck that guy too. <laughs> National championship winner. I like as that. our third string quarterback. Twelve Gauge. Whatever was Zeke. <laughs> reason Oregon lost that uh, one. True, but quarterbacks got to lead it. But th- those are my twelves. Dane Sonsenbacher. Dane Sonsenbacher. And Cardale Jones. Um, I'm going to go with Alex Horny. Obviously, Rodgers or Brady or Staubach was just too easy. Yeah, but you want something obscure? Yeah, sure. The 12th man. Are you serious? Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's out there. Hey. The Texas A&M who says they started that? Sure. I forget. Is it Texas A&M? Yes. I thought there was some other school that... Everybody watched them. Were, they I'm were the college station or whatever. 12th, whatever. Well, anyway. All right. Do you need something to write with there, Tim? I do. Okay. All right. Let's... I got to ask Derek this question we were talking about this before this started. So, how close was I to getting Tyreek Hill from you then? Um, well, I ended up not being that close because I, I was trying to make other plans. But if it would have came through, you would have got him. Not that it would have helped you out any. Yeah, until <laughs> we were trying to get Tyreek Hill. Yeah, until he blows up. What did you offer? Uh, what did I offer? I offered exactly. Melvin Gordon, <laughs> a fourth round, Dan Arnold, and I thought I offered another receiver just to get people to play. A New Orleans guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marquez Callaway might have been one that I, was like, eh. I offered Lockett and Goddard. Yeah. Cause I know Tim's or Derek's uh, tight ends are T Rash. Well, that's why I did 
Dan Arnold. So not, I figured, not as good as Goddard, but I, I mean, I also I would have I would have changed that tight end to Hawkins. I would give him whatever tight end he wanted <laughs> off my roster because I have three good tight ends. I have yeah. Knox, Goddard, and Hawkins. And at this point, I'm probably just going to start all three. <laughs> it is well because I have be no running backs. I'm just going to start all three tight ends. That'll be a first. You have to make fun of Ryan for starting two. Yeah, because he drafted eight in our dynasty league. Yeah, Bateman, look at that. Okay. All right, Tim. Let's. Let's. Yeah, you, you. You got your thing. Yeah, I don't. I, I'll just use my uh, iPad as my writing down system here. So we're gonna do. Uh, Build our defense here, Derek. Why don't you? What do you, what do you want to start with? Defensive ends. Do two two defensive. Well, like, what are we doing? I don't know. Just do starters. Like so, if you're doing a four three, you're doing two defensive ends, two D tackles, three linebackers, two corners, two safeties. I do have a question. Well, about I the think rules. I think it'll get confusing if we each go with different defenses. So I was going to say, name your favorite defense, and then uh, after that, we go with like with. Two D tackles, two D ends, uh, two male linebackers, a right and a left outside linebacker, um, so three is, corner. Are you a three four a guy then, or what? Huh? Are you a you like the three four better than the four three? I'm just saying, like I'm just throwing out there, like uh, numbers for to cover our basis on this. Okay, yeah. Why don't you just go ahead and start us off then, and we'll we'll follow suit. Okay. Um, so, I think, yeah, 3-4 would probably be my right now for defense. Alright. I, I just like to bring pressure. No. Uh, yeah, I feel like if you got a good defensive line, you're able to stop the run, bringing the pressure is what kills, like, star quarterbacks, so. All right, so start off with your uh, whatever you want to start with, I guess. Uh, okay, well, let's go D-tackle then. I think he was D-tackle. I have to look it up, but uh, the Grave Digger. Gilbert Brown, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, definitely yeah. a defensive tackle. <laughs> He's got the fattest head I've ever seen on a human being. He came to Shopco um, the year Brett Favre retired the first time for the Packers. Um, and he was doing like signing stuff. So, uh, my grandpa loves Brett Favre, loves Gilbert Brown. So I got the Brett Favre retirement book, which ended up becoming obsolete like three months after this, um, and had Gilbert Brown sign it. And I, you know, saw him up close and personal and just like, holy head. Yeah, you know what's that movie? You, what's that movie? They said the human head weighs eight pounds. Mm, this thing weighed a good twenty-seven. <laughs> like it was so big. But uh, he was he was big in general, and then had to lose all that weight after he was done playing, just health-wise. Yep. So, all right. So Derek's, um, got, Derek's got Gilbert Brown, and who's your other? You can do in two D tackles. Yeah. Um. Come back to me. I gotta think. Come back to really okay. me. Pick a D yeah. tackle, Tim. You want me to say what my base defense would be? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Your base. Go so, ahead. this is what I was had the question on. So, with me, I like I like to bring in the pressure of the quarterback thing, but I'm also about the coverage because if you have a good defensive line, you can contain the run with two linebackers at least. 
I'm I'm all about that nickel, man. I don't know if you can count that as a base. So you're package. doing okay, two yep. linebackers, three corners. Yep. That's your base package. That's my base package. So I come out with, you know, now remember you have to remember you have to play against these these offenses we yep. built. So I come out with, you know, my offensive line, my fullback, my running backs. So you're yep. gonna be like three corners. We got it. If you got the right corners, <laughs> you got the right corners, man. All right, go ahead. Start with the D tackle. So then. my D tackle, if I'm gonna stop the run with on a four down lineman, I need to have a big mamba jamba that's gonna eat up a lot of people. Okay. So you know who that's gonna be? One of them. Ooh, can I guess? Let's go for it. You're gonna say Vince Wilfork. No. Oh, okay. The goose, Tony Saragusa. Oh my gosh, Tony Saragusa. I need a okay. huge dude in the middle, and that okay. dude was huge. Got it. So he's going. Tony Saragusa. Oh, I'm going Vince Wilfork for my big space eater who can dunk and is athletic for 380 pounds, whatever the hell he is. So I'm going to take Vince Wilfork out of the U. The U. So you got your second D tackle, Derek. Oh, you didn't say uh, your this, base this is a oh, joke, but I was going to say the fridge just so, so I can use it on offense. <laughs> you can do that. No, uh, I'll probably go with Warren Sapp. Oh, you took my other one. Yeah. You took my other yeah. one. All right. So oh, you can still take him. I ain't uh, no, that's no fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pick somebody else. So t- taking Warren Sapp, huh? All right, you take Warren Sapp. So my other D-tackle that I'm taking? Yeah. Dude's baller. Taking Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I'm oh, taking a current player. Okay, okay. Because I need, not only do I need someone to stop the run, but I still got to be able to get that pass rush. Syracuse is there to take up the space, but let's face it, he's not getting after any quarterbacks. So, That's just so nobody can run in the middle on me. So, okay. Aaron Donald's my pass rusher play, uh, slash playing the run. Okay. Well, see, I could go, you know, like old school Cowboys, uh, you know, and take Randy White. But, to be honest, never watched him play. Wasn't alive. Mm-hmm. So, I want my D-tackle. I want a D-tackle who's just nasty. Just nasty. In a frick. If you don't want to meet this dude in an alley. Kind of nasty. And I'm going to take Indomitian Sue. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Indomitian Sue next to Vince Wilfork. Yeah. Yeah, come at us, bro. Come at me, bro. You know... I hear he's actually a really nice guy on the outside. It's just uh, oh yeah, when you turn when you turn nuts. on yeah, you get inside those in those inside those white lines. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you he is not your friend. Not. So I'm, those are my D tackles. So I'll write that down now. What what position you want to do next, Derek? We can go defensive end, stay on the line. Okay. Um, now you're taking uh, three, four defensive ends, so a little bit different than us. Yeah. Because your defense. I'm not, not going to go by my defense. Okay, I'm just going to say that right off the bat. <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, I'm basically yeah, I'm just I'm package. taking my favorite players at the positions, but okay. So I'm like, just saying my favorite defense was the three-four. So, That's like all for I'm example, like in a three-four, like JJ Watt is a defensive end. Yep. But like in a four three, he'd probably be a D tackle. <coughs> probably because he, he, he played all the positions. You like could, he could still but, put him in defensive end. but his stature is usually yep. you usually don't see a three hundred pounder at D end. 
Yeah. You guys so that's why I don't so. normally see a 300 pounder move like JJ Watt moves True, either. But. That's why my first pick, yeah, he could, he would fall in like that. Where if he was in four three, he is a defensive end. If he was a three four, he'd probably be a D tackle. But Reggie White. Reggie White. Okay, take yeah. Reggie White. The minister. Do you want to do both DNs right now or come no, back around? Uh, well, okay. And then I'm going to stay at home and be a homer again. I'm going to go Willie Davis on the other side. Who's the defensive end? Tell me yeah. about Willie Davis. I don't know Willie Davis. I thought you were going to say Sean Jones. Uh, he's back in like the uh, Vince Lombardi type era. I know. I thought he was a corner for some reason. No. Who the hell am I thinking of? Oh, Herb Adderley. Never mind. Yeah. That's what I was thinking and of. Back when they would, like, like uh, you know, just clothesline you to tackle you. Yeah. Grab you by the face mask. So. Okay. Yeah. Go next to your two defensive ends. Um, sure. Now, I'm pretty sure these guys played outside linebacker in a 3-4. But... Can play defensive end. Seen them play defensive end. My two, my ends are going to be Derek Thomas and Demarcus Ware. Yeah, I'll give you Demarcus Ware. I don't know if Derek Thomas. He was in a four-three outside linebacker. Are you sure he wasn't a three-four outside nope, linebacker? No, Derek Thomas was in a four. I mean, you can well, do it if you let's, want. Let's just use but the Google I figured machine. you were going with. I figured you were going with Demarcus Ware. Uh, I have to. All-time leading sacker in Cowboys history. That guy was a beast. He was a linebacker and defensive end for the Chiefs. Oh, never mind. Via Wikipedia. So via Wikipedia. Those there are my go. those are my two M's. Those yeah, you know Wikipedia is always right. Those guys are <laughs> screaming around the end. Good luck. Those are those are my two. Demarcus Ware and Mister Eight Sack in a game. Derek Thomas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So my two defensive ends. I'm going Derek. I'm taking Reggie White. Because I'm basing my defense around my nickel package. I know we don't have to, but that's what I'm basing it on. So Reggie White, again, big mama jamba that holds down the line where he's at, but can also was just a terrifying sight for all quarterbacks. It didn't matter. So can I I tell a story real quick about, like, you know, Facebook Facebook fights, right? So uh, I I posted a video of Reggie White. I think he threw Chris Carter and went and got Dante Culpepper for the stack. And, but he like, I absolutely demolished him with one arm kind of thing. Yeah. And some random Minnesota Viking fan put back like, that's a personal foul. Like how he grabbed him by the Jersey and threw him. I'm like, he's on defense. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, I had this whole argument about how it wasn't a personal foul and just that Chris Carter is a receiver. He's not going to block. And, like, and he literally threw Chris Carter into Dante Culpepper. Like, he almost made Chris Carter sack Dante Culpepper. Like, it was crazy. But, yeah, quick story. That's it. Yeah, no, I, I just look back at Super Bowl 31. How many times did he throw that right tackle out of the way in, for New England? Like, three times for his... What was it, two or three sacks? Two sacks in a row. Yeah, um, and people knew it was coming. Yep. So that's one thing that kind of always gets overlooked when people talk about 
the Packers of the nineties. They talk about defense. Favre. They, oh no, they, dude! They had an awesome defense. Like, nobody like they. You forget they had like no one remembers they had the number one defense. All right, time out. I mean, you do. Is it to say as a Packer fan? You know, if you're yes. a true Packer fan, you know, like but, that year they went to the Super Bowl, they had the number one offense and the number one defense. Yes. That number one defense but played a big role the, in the, a lot the, of things that year. The talking heads years later just talk about how Brett Favre led them to them. Like, dude, their defense destroyed the Patriots. Right. Destroyed. Favre was still good, though. Favre I mean, was played he, out of his mind that year. He didn't win MVP of the Super Bowl. They somehow be- gave it to Desmond that's Howard. That's because he set the record at the time for a kicker turn in a, in a Super Bowl. That's why. Yeah, that's, but you forget, Favre, Favre yeah. threw two touchdowns in that game, if and he anything, ran for one. If anything, I would have given it to Reggie White. He was... He dominant. He just he locked down that every, game at the end. He disrupted everything yeah. they did on offense. But if Desmond Howard does not have, if say Desmond Howard has a, only has a ninety-five yard kicker turn for a touchdown, Brett Favre gets MVP that game. Well, yeah, they always give it to the quarterback regardless not if they always, actually just. But I mean, Tom always. Brady got it last year. Uh, it should have gone to the defense. Uh, <laughs> Come actually, on now, the one the one year Come they played on. the Falcons, it shouldn't have went to Brady either. Should have went to James White. He had like ten receptions for like a hundred some yeah, yards, and so he ran for another like quarterbacks get all and had the three touchdowns. Quarterbacks get all the freaking credit, but all right. But so no, you to got, your point, you got, I your, see it. you got Reggie White. So I got Reggie White, and again we're going to current player, Khalil Mack. Dude, Khalil Mack. good luck blocking him. My other defensive end, like putting pressure on that quarterback, so that way. Does he play outside with the Bears? He does. He does. He played. But he defen- can play both. Yeah, he played defensive end slash outside linebacker with the Raiders though. Yeah, he can and, definitely play both. Yeah, and he comes down at times on the Bears team too. So that's my defensive line to start. All right, all right. We're, what position are we going next, Derek? Did you say yours? You didn't say yours. I did. I said Demarcus Ware and Derek Thomas. Yep, because we were trying to figure out. Oh. Thomas was defensive I wasn't ready. <laughs> all right, okay. let's go. Um, let's go. My favorite position: middle linebacker. Middle line, how many middle linebackers? Middle are you linebacker, my two favorite middle linebackers of all time. Oh, Ooh. they're gonna lead your defense. I know. All right, uh, AJ Hawk, Ray Ray, AJ Hawk, Ray Ray, and AJ Hawk, Brian Erlocker, AJ Hawk, Erlocker. You you forgot AJ Hawk is up there, but he's not. You for, like you, you forgot AJ. He's not terrifying on the level of those two. You forgot AJ Hawk. AJ Hawk's not terrifying. Though. You forgot AJ Hawk. You want, <laughs> your defense needs to put fear into the offense. Uh, that those flowing locks put <laughs> so much fear into every hey, I, big team. He's, he's my favorite uh, podcaster. Yeah, he's funny to listen. Or to. whatever you call the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, I love that show. Pat McAfee, if you're listening, I love your show. <laughs> he's funny sometimes, but man. Whoa! What? What? Whoa! <laughs> Yowza! <laughs> Right, well, Russell's not my friend beep, anymore. Beep, beep, back no, it up. I said he's funny sometimes. Oh, God, well. Jeez. We just lost. I forget. Just I forget. Won. He was never a cowboy. I mean, I haven't watched Or a Ohio State episode. person, so. I haven't listened to all of the episodes. I've seen, like, clips <laughs> and stuff. But, let's, like, let's get back on track those here. Are, those are the highlights. So Russell, I Russell ruined it. Let's get back on the track here for the defenses. <laughs> I, think, I think his interview with Aaron Rodgers ruined it for me. That's why, because it was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, because the shit Aaron Rodgers was saying was just sickening. 
He compared himself to Martin Luther King. Get the fuck out of here, Aaron Rodgers. Get the fuck out of here, you pompous asshole. You are not you are not Martin Luther King. Shut the fuck up. People act like, oh, yeah, he's uh, bodily autonomy. I stand with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you stand with Aaron Rodgers on bodily autonomy until it comes to abortion. Then you're like, no, no, no bodily autonomy there. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. You're not. No, no. He said he has his choice to do what he wants, right? So he's he's with abortion then. No, no, but I'm saying everybody. No, no, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying everybody who's like, oh, Oh, I stand with Aaron Rodgers, but not when it comes to other people's bodily autonomy. Only when it comes to what's going to be funny is like a lot of those Republican side people that are like all with him. Mm-hmm. They forget that he said that he doesn't believe in God and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to become my friend, and then he goes off the deep end about homeopathic vaccines, which isn't a thing. And yeah, you think and him and Tom least, get along pretty well? Oh my god! <laughs> at least he tried. I mean, he's allergic to MRA or MR. Well, he uh, says he's stop throwing it to Gaskin. God damn. Keep going to go. Anyway, oh good, it's coming back. Okay, so we're at anyway. middle linebacker. Derek's got Erlacher and Ray Lewis. Go ahead, Tim. I know you're picking Ray Lewis. Yep, so one of my linebackers That's is easy. Ray Lewis because you cannot mess with Ray Lewis. But my other linebacker, because I'm only going to have two on my defense, um, it's got to be another guy that can fly around. I had to think about this one for a second. So he's got to be able to do some coverage schemes as well as if he comes on a blitz package. Um, so I need a quick guy. Go with one of your linebackers first, Russell. I got to think. Okay. About well, I mean, it's, it's, guys, it's pivotal for my defense. You guys took you guys took no brainers. You took you know. Of course, I'm taking the Ray. You Lewis. took Ray Lewis. That's Ray no, Ray. That's no fun. So I'm not going to pick one Dude, of them. That is a lot of fun. No, but I'm saying I'm not going to pick the same one. We got to we got to have a little bit of a discussion. <laughs> so. Let's see. If we go linebackers, <sighs> it's hard. Is that Jalen Waddle? That better be Jalen Waddle. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna go now. He's not considered an all-time great. He's not considered a Hall of Famer. But on the '90s Cowboys, he was so fun to watch. Ken Norton Jr. Oh, God. In there punching the goal post after he scores touchdowns. Like, yeah. Ken Norton Norton Jr. Random. Just random. That's one of them. That's one of them. The other one, let's see. It's passing league. Got to take a guy who can cover. Derek Brooks. Yep. I'll take Derek Brooks to go go with my uh, pass coverage linebacker. Ken Norton Jr. will be my run stuffer. Let's go with that. Those, those are my two. So my other linebacker. Mm. Shoot, man. Shoot. But you need you need some inspiration? I need some inspiration. So let's see. You want what kind of linebacker are you looking for? Like you want uh probably honestly an outside. Oh, like an outside. Well we're doing middle linebackers. Doing two middle linebackers. You're going to get to pick outside linebackers regardless. Right. I'm going I'm going off my base defense here, though. 
Yeah, I understand, but you have to pick two middle linebackers. So that's what well, we're doing. Fine. If I gotta pick two middle linebackers, so Ray Lewis is my one that's gonna start, and the one that would come in to relieve him, which would never ever be ever, because he never comes out of the game unless he's hurt. Um, I'm probably gonna go with Patrick Willis. Oh, there you go, Patrick Willis. So you have others that are pretty well known, Mike Singletary. Your yeah. Packer, Ray Nitschke. Yeah, he wouldn't fit my defense. Yeah. Uh, Jack He's Lambert. Yeah, I see now if I was running a 4-3 or something. Butkus. If I was running a 4-3 or something, yeah, I would have loved Lambert. Junior Seau. No. Oh, disres- you disrespecting Junior Seau. He's, He's a, a middle linebacker. He was an outside. He's a middle linebacker. He was outside. No, he's not. So who'd you go with? Who was your second one? Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Fast, beastly guy. Okay. All right, Derek. Did you pick your second one? You said Ray Lewis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you picked your Ray Lewis and whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What's, we're doing outside yeah. linebackers now? Yeah, you ready? I, I'm ready. All right. My first one is Sean Merriman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I can't remember if he, uh, this one is outside linebacker or an inside, but Bill Romanowski. I think he played both. Yeah, he's just uh, too crazy not to put on your defense. He's a crazy mother trucker. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. That's a um, and then on the other side, I think I put Junior Seo. Hey, I'm not disrespecting mm-hmm. Junior Seo. It just doesn't fit in my scheme. Oh, he doesn't fit in your scheme. He okay. Fit in my scheme. So you guys keep going with schemes. I'm just going with, like favorites. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Tim. Conversation. Pick, pick every your time. outside linebacker. Well, uh, so my one of my outsides, Lawrence Taylor. Just. Uh, oh yeah, that's kind of hard to pass up. Yeah. I guess can't. if you count, because he plays outside linebacker in a three-four, but he can play anywhere. Yep. So Lawrence Taylor would be my one outside. My other outside linebacker. I have to go with... Actually, I'm taking Derek Brooks, my other outside linebacker. You're going to move Derek. Okay, that's fine. He played outside linebacker, yeah, dude. <laughs> he, well, he probably played all of it. He probably did. But in their cover two scheme, he was their middle linebacker going right down the middle of the field. Yeah. Back when the Tampa 2 was... Yeah. The thing. So you picked... Derek Brooks and Lawrence Taylor. Derek Brooks and Lawrence Taylor. Well, uh, since I'm not going to pick the same people, first time I pick is uh, picking, picking Jack Ham. Jack Steelers. Ham Steelers, yep. Nasty. Just a, just a beast. Just. And yeah. uh, my other one is going to be kind of uh, not... Interesting? Eh, not, I wouldn't say interesting, um, but I remember him in the '90s. Greg Lloyd, remember Greg Lloyd for the Steelers? Mm-hmm. Dude was a beast. Mm-hmm. That those Steelers defenses were just so good, and Greg Lloyd and um, oh, Kevin Green, Kevin Green and Greg Kevin Lloyd. Kevin Green would be another good one. And uh, those two were just like they felt unstoppable back in the day. Was... So those those are my. I'm picking random ass people. So <laughs> number number ninety five for the Steelers back in the nineties, almost early two thousand. Greg, Greg Lloyd. Lloyd? Yeah, that's Greg Lloyd. Okay, never mind. There was one other one I thought who was just some big mother trucker. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was like last name was Harrison or something like that. 
Oh, do you remember LeVon Kirkland? Yes. Dude was so big. That was a huge dude. Well, another one handed off to Gaskin for a touchdown. Yeah, 100%. 100% they are. All right, there. We got our linebackers. LeVon Kirkland, though, man. All right, cornerbacks. Huge. Cor- three, cor- okay. Three corners. Um, I get sure. Dion. You guys can suck it. Uh, I'm still gonna pick Dion. So yeah, I'm still picking Dion because I need like, someone to shut down one side of the right. field by himself. That's uh, so why I got Dion, Charles Woodson, and then I'm debating. No, I'm just gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with Champ Bailey. Okay, Champ. All right. Any. Uh, Stories you want to talk about those guys? Um, yeah, because Charles Woodson, obviously a lifetime Packer, never played for any other team, so there's that. Got him in Super Bowl there. <laughs> um, Dion, like you can't not pick Dion, and then Champ, just like growing up, that's like the first name that pops in my head all the time was him locking down. He was like the first person I knew about like a lockdown corner type thing. So, All right, those are your three corners. Pick Deion. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Deion Sanders for my one one of my corners. Yep. Um, yeah, when you have one player that can shut down the entire side of the field. This, this guy was so good. Like Brett Favre was not afraid to throw into people, but every time he played the Cowboys – um. Yeah, he didn't throw to Deion's side maybe once or twice a game, and the one time he did, pick six. Pick six. <laughs> so yeah, that was like the when, only, when, yeah. when Brett Favre is afraid to throw the ball somewhere, you you know you're doing something right. So I like your wording, like throwing into people because that's what Favre would try to do. Like he had no like difference in velocity. It was like literally, I'm gonna throw this into your body. Yep, and it might go through your body. Yep. But Deion Sanders, even that, he was far would get up the line to be like, eh, I think I'm going to go to the other side this game. Yeah. So, Deion shutting down one half of it. Uh, next one, uh, I'm going with the same thing that uh, Derek said, Charles Woodson. That Dude, I have three all-time favorite players. Charles Woodson is one of them, so I'm not passing up on Charles Woodson. Like, the okay. dude is... And that's the reason I actually put in my nickel because that's the guy that can blitz, cover, not afraid to tackle people. That's that's why I got him there. I think I think he uh, still had the best uh, speech in the locker room though when he's to be more about to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. He's like, well, if Obama doesn't want to come see us. We'll, we'll go, go see, see him. him. <laughs> yep. Because he was a Bears fan. Oh. And then my last yeah. corner because again I need someone that's going to be able to be out on an island every now and then. I'm going Darrell Rivas, Rivas Island, man. Like, dude's baller. Dude's baller. Okay. Those are my three. Those are your three. Okay. Well, uh, Dion is the, you know, typical, everyone's going to take Dion because. Consensus player. Ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Okay. So now here's here's what you got to do. Since we all picked Dion, you have to pick Falcons Dion. Niners Dion, Cowboys Dion. I want Niners Dion. He wants Niners Dion. I'm obviously taking Cowboys Dion because in '95 he also played our number two receiver all year. <laughs> <laughs> it was insanity. He literally played both sides of the field practically all season. Like, 
And then he went to play baseball for oh, the Braves oh, and hit home run. Hold on, then you you could also pick Washington <laughs> Dion or Baltimore. Ravens Dion. <laughs> you know, when he played for the Braves, was it started in Atlanta, right? Yeah, when he was, when with he Atlanta. was in Atlanta. Okay, he didn't so I'll play take baseball the Atlanta when he was with the Cowboys. So which 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 uh, Dion do, which Dion version do you want? I'll take the Atlanta one just so I'll he can play with the Braves. Still, so. Atlanta Dion is you know hanging out with MC Hammer on the sideline. Yeah, right. So that's, yeah, perfect. That's pretty good. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that fits Derek's persona perfect. Uh, what are you talking about? I don't have that persona anymore. I don't know why you guys catch it. feel like I'm this cocky person anymore. <laughs> we just saw the I'm dumbest Zen. play. I found my center this off season. We just saw the dumbest play ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, they're trying to did throw... the Dolphins do it or the Yeah, the Dolphins the... did it. They yeah. tried to throw a screen to Gaskin. <laughs> the Dolphins lineman caught it, and he's like, I'm going to score. I'm like, bitch, you can't catch it. You're not, you're not supposed to catch it. Unless it was tipped. Was it tipped? I don't know if it was tipped. The lineman just scored a touchdown. But, yeah, if... If it was tipped and he's allowed to catch that, that's a touchdown. <coughs> but I'm pretty, I'm doing? pretty sure he's not allowed to catch that. Well, Jalen Waddle is wide open. Got by good the reaction. Way. Watch Jalen Waddle. Gaskin, wide open. Well, shit, Gaskin was even right there, and Gaskin's like, "What are you doing, bro?" Oh yeah, that's definitely an illegal touch. <laughs> this is like this is like Rife back in <laughs> in high school. Do you remember that? Dude, I didn't have anybody to block. Story time. Oh, yeah. Story time. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how uh, Russell ended up playing guard in high school because our guard decided, well, I didn't have anyone to block, so he just went deep, just go, just go out for a pass. He's in the back of the end zone, like, throw it to me. And it comes. Well, to him. <laughs> to his defense, Seneca doesn't really pass the ball back then, so we didn't really practice pass blocking. True, but you should probably know he, he's not allowed to go out for a pass. But I think the most frustrating time I had on that offensive line is when they put you in at running back and we did a screen play. Hey. And I was about to level this dude, and all of a sudden the whistle blows because your slow ass got caught. No, 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 no. I was waiting for a lineman in front of me to block someone so I could... Oh, you block this guy, he goes that way, I go the other way. And uh, that guy didn't block anyone. His name, uh, Tom. It's Tom's fault. Yep. First of all, yeah, that play wasn't about. even supposed to be for me. Story time! Story Your time! Your best position was right next to the coach telling him what the plays are supposed to be. Was it the one where you were like, someone came in and was like, stay over there, and you're like, wait a second. No, you come over here, like, no, 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 just stay there. Yeah, that, that was this play. <laughs> that was that I play, was, yeah. I was supposed to come in for... Uh, one of the running backs, but the fullback left the field instead of one of the running backs. So now we ran, you know, what, the wing T with two running backs and a fullback. So now we have three running backs on the field. Now this play is supposed to go to Dustin. Like, this is a Dustin play. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, it was quick and I'm like, for people listening. I look at the uh, lineup and I'm like, mm, nope, something's <laughs> fucked up here. And Dustin, I'm like, Dustin, you are supposed to be where I'm standing. And he's like, just stay there. 
and Dustin lined up at fullback, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll stand here, and then I get in my stance, I'm like, oh, shit, this plays to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, just, I was like, up for you. He was like, yeah, we're going to get Russell a play for once. And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and then Tom didn't block anyone, and I got tackled from behind because I was waiting for him. I should have just ran by him. Yeah. But yeah. And Derek didn't get to kill the little kid that was in front of him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to my corners. So, oh, man. Uh, Good Dion. Times. So, Dion. Cowboys, Dion. Ah, uh, you took Revis. He took Bailey. You both took Woodson. Oh uh, yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to think. Great. Who, one of the greatest. Who, who do I want? Who? You want Charles Woodson? Just say no, it. No, no, I don't Just want Charles it. Woodson. That's yep. I'm gonna take Ty Law. Okay. Take Ty Law for the Patriots. And can I take like a dude, but just like the one year? Sure. Namdi Asamoah. No. Oh God. The one that one year he was like insane, and then he sucked after that. I don't know what happened. Well, the one year okay. the guy played on the Raiders all right, that all right, was fine. good. Fine. Fine. No Namdi. I mean, you could keep him on your team. I no, 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 no. to that guy the whole time. No, 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 no. No Namdi. We'll go, we'll go no Namdi. Let's think. I'm trying to think uh, what era uh, I want to go to. Because I need, I have guys who can cover but I need guys who can uh, tackle. Who can tackle? And I'm gonna go with Dick Night Train Lane, baby. Let's Ooh, go. Yeah. Let's go. Dick Knight, basically linebacker, <laughs> he'll play take, corner. He'll take your fucking head off. <laughs> Night Train. All right, those like are those pick. are those are my corners. I like that pick. So now what? We go into what? One uh, strong. Let's safety? do strong safeties first. Well, I know who you I. Ready for mine? Yeah, go ahead. I know you're not going to take. Ronnie Lott. Any man that can cut his <laughs> finger off and still be in there playing is amazing to me. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie. They Lott gave him the touchdown. Ooh. Oh no, they didn't give him a touchdown. Sorry, they only got a field goal. No, I'm like, what the yeah. hell are you talking about? He's just like, oops. So, so yep. he took Ronnie Lott. So here's my strong safety because I'm pretty sure he was interchangeable, but I'm taking him. Sean Taylor. Oh. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor, yeah. Beast. pretty good. Sean Taylor is pretty good. Sean Taylor. Well, I am going to take Darren Woodson. Mm-hmm. Can cover, can hit. Practically, remember Daryl Jackson? Receiver for the Seahawks back in the early 2000s. Who? Daryl Jackson. Kind of, sort of. Uh, Darren Woodson literally almost killed him. He hit him coming over the middle. Doctors said he almost died in the locker room. Oh, yeah? Like, they thought they were going to lose him, <laughs> which is insane. I mean, now in today's game, you can't really hit people like that. But So I'm taking Darren Woodson as my strong safety. Oh, oh, Derek. Derek's turning on his lullabies. Aww. Can you guys hear that? Uh, yep. Yeah. Sorry, Definitely. I was distracted for a second because I thought I saw Lamar Jackson just yelling at my boy Bateman. I was going to be like, why are you yelling at my boy? Yeah, because he's probably running the wrong route. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, are we doing one strong safety or two? Uh, I'll just 
Tim one. Two one strong safety. Well, the, the free safety is definitely. I know Tim's. Uh, yeah, not even a question. Let's we'll do mine. Get out of the way right now. Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Don't even. Not even playing. That's that's baller. Straight Ed, baller. Ed, Ed Reed. Put him in center field and good luck trying to figure out which way you're gonna throw that ball. Cause he's still gonna find it. You know, I heard a funny story about Ed Reed coming out of college. So, um, one of the Cowboys scouts. Um, loved Ed Reed but every time they'd watch film play would start and he, the coaches were like well where is he and he would point to the screen okay you see where all the players are Ed Reed is like right here and he'd point like two inches off screen because they had him playing so far back in college They like, he's right here but trust me you'll see him in a bit <laughs> like and they're like they were Kind of like not convinced until they, you know, started seeing him flash through the screen. But every time the play started, he wasn't on screen. So uh, it was just a funny story that I remember that they would talk about <coughs> Ed Reed. Just in the, where is he? Oh, he's over here. Oh, here, about you'll, three you'll, inches off screen. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see him in a second. Uh, so who's, there he goes for a pick six. Who's your free safety, Derek? Derek. Derek. I was on mute. Oh, okay. Uh, Free safety, I'm going to go with Sean Taylor. Oh, he might okay. not have played there, but he definitely uh, had the ability to. He, he and he was all over that field. Back. I remember when he played the Packers that one year in Favre, no matter what side of the field he threw it to, it seemed like Sean Taylor could have had like five picks that game. Yep. Oh, yeah. I already hated him as a Cowboy fan. Every time they'd throw the ball 20 yards downfield, I would be like, oh, hold my breath. A, that it wasn't intercepted, or B, that he didn't kill my receiver. Because he could do either. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he was a beast. But, uh, no, I'm not going to take – I'm not taking uh, Ed Reed. I'm not going to take the guys that you picked because that's no fun. <laughs> I'm going to take a guy. Uh, you may have heard of him. His name is Charles Woodson, and I'm going to put him at safety. <laughs> put him really? as my free safety. Oh, so, so you do want Charles <laughs> I wanted to throw him at safety because y'all put him at corner. <laughs> but you wanted I, Charles Woodson. I That's can't the main really. Thing. Well, I can't really think of other. Uh, oh, look at that! Sammy Watkins fumbled. Oh, good! I didn't start him. Don't score. Okay, score now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I want to be like the ten and not score, not the one and not score, because then I would be screwed. So, all right, let's see. Let's see what other free safeties I could have picked. Oh, yikes. Steve Atwater. I remember him. Oh, dude, that guy could hit. How about Darren Sharper? Eh. See, he was always... He can there, really... Uh, uh, did he get a sexual assault or something yeah. like that? Uh, I wasn't a big yeah. fan of him anyway. Yeah. Even the, the free Bay. safety list is... is after the top two, it goes kind of obscure. Yeah, it's yeah. like Ronnie Lott, Ed Reed, and then it's... <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw Charles Woodson out there. Um, no one picked Palomalu. I think he's a strong... Well, yeah, yeah but I'm saying him, at but... strong safety, he was a dominant force for years, for years. Yeah. If I could throw him at linebacker, I would have picked Palomalu. <laughs> That's virtually what he was. Well, all right, so there's our defenses. Why don't you want to just want to go over your team real quick, Derek? 
Um, yeah, if I can remember them. I, uh, I so Miami to win tonight, right? Minister yeah, of Defense definitely. was like I think my one of my top ones. Um, I don't know. I got I had a lot of Packer players on there, <laughs> but his favorites. Okay. So um, this one is actually not I mean, the Cowboys as I thought. Yeah, right. I the offense is like all Cowboys. Yeah, your whole entire <laughs> offensive line is Cowboys. Uh, no, Orlando Pace. Okay, besides Orlando Pace, <laughs> but he was a Buckeye, so that that's that else is why. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my safeties would be like the most feared safeties. Dude, I think my safeties are the most feared safeties. You're telling me, right? If you had Ryan Lott and Sean Taylor running at you, you'd be like, um, I have two Woodsons, so you guys can done. Darren Woodson, <laughs> yeah, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson's not a hard oh. hitter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Don't need don't need it when he's he has the uh, ball in his hands. Yeah. So Ed Reed can hit and cover. Like you have Sean Taylor. I'm not saying Ed Reed. I didn't say Ed Reed can't hit. I'm saying Sean Taylor was like a different breed. And that's why he's my strong safety. <laughs> and then Riley Lott literally would dismember his own body just to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I just picked different people because I wanted to be different. That's no fun. You want to know what I really like about my Deion Sanders and my Ed Reed pick? Put Deion on the opposite side of Ed Reed. What are you throwing, bro? Um, I'm running on your defense, <laughs> tell you that much. I'm just going to run on your three corners. Nope. Pinch him in, man. You pinch him in. Which which corners of yours can tackle? Charles Woodson. I'm just going to run to Deion's side. How about that? Yeah. I, have the one. I got, I got a, schemes. I'm going to take, who are my running backs? Would I take Walter Payton and, and Emmett? Yep. Toss right. You can go, you can go after Rebus with your running backs. He doesn't tackle very well. I think I'll be fine with Orlando Pace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. That's fine. You better, All right, you better we got to do uh, kick returner, punt returner. Oh, yeah. You guys ready for this one? Uh, Devin Hester. is my kicker returner. Yeah? Guess who my punt returner is. Dante Hall. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Dion as my punt returner. <laughs> and Devin oh, Hester as my kick returner. Oh, I got to pick one? Oh, yeah, wait, why not? Hold on, I lied. I want Desmond uh, Howard as my punt returner. You want Desmond Howard, huh? I want Desmond Howard. Alright, my, my best... My kick returner is going to be me. <laughs> and my punt returner is going to be me. So, there it is. Uh, well, the thing is, I'm never going to need a kick returner because my defense will give me exactly. zero points. <laughs> I guess I only need one per game when they kick off there you after go. halftime or at the beginning of the game. <laughs> that's, that's like saying you want to have your favorite punter of all time. Like, I would just do uh, Pat McAfee because he'd make me laugh in the locker room. That's about yeah, it. right. Pat McAfee would be my punter. And my Pat, kicker Pat would be... McAfee. My kicker would be... Yeah. We already did kickers, didn't we? Uh, I first, well, I said Chris Matt, Jackie when I did my. I did Matt Prater. That's right. Should have took Justin but, Parker, but that's okay. And second of all, we all have Deion Sanders, so we already got a kick returner anyway, so we don't have to worry about it or punt returner or whatever. <laughs> He's also a receiver. Yeah, so <laughs> might as well just get rid of Jerry Rice because we got Deion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. sounds like good logic to me. Well, all right, that is our defenses and our offense. Well, defenses today. So, what else do we want to talk about, dude? You want to talk about um, how you were a coach? 
Well, um, we didn't talk about the picks, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, don't know where we, oh, I got my guarantee right. It <laughs> was a crazy week that I, I slept through last week. Oh. <laughs> so, um, let me get to it. What was it week nine last week? Mm-hmm. None of us had more than five picks right. Yeah, last uh, week was a weird week in the NFL, and yeah. it's already shaping up to be a weird week in the NFL. Yikes. Yeah. So, um, Matt missed over half of his, or else maybe he would have had more. But, um, I don't know. Oh, God. Wow. I got Dallas, right. I, don't, I, 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 I got just don't understand. Hey, ben I got lost five that right. game. I don't Suck feel it. like Denver is that great of a team. <laughs> They're not. You want to yeah. know, know what happened? I watched that game beginning to end. Matt's lock, 100. Matt forgets to pick for the early games. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He put he put that afterwards. You forget to pick the early games. He put a hundred points down. <laughs> um, no, I watched the Cowboy Bronco game beginning to end, and I don't know if you heard uh, Vic Fangio after the game, Mm-mm. just just patting himself on the back that he created the blueprint for beating the Cowboys and all this shit. I'm like, dude, did you watch that game? How many dropped passes on wide-open receivers happened? Was that your defense? Did your defense cause those drop oh, passes? Like a, is it like a Chris Olave against the Ducks? It was bad. It was like third and five. Amari first slant, easy first down, drops it. C.D. Lamb, drop. And then Dak was just way off. He had to yeah. streaking open, and he Dude. would just miss them. It was everybody was just off, and I just laugh when Vic Fangio's like, you know, just yeah, acting no, like uh, he did this. I was like, dude, if Dak just hits open receivers and they catch the ball, like you, you get crushed, you you lose. <laughs> like, let's not act like y'all did something crazy. Yeah, it the, was the one pick I saw them have is the only the one that I saw that like. It just looked like Dak didn't see the guy that was just floating it was in the just, middle. It was the weirdest game ever. The Cowboys blocked a punt. So it was like 4th and 10. They blocked the punt. It went past the line of scrimmage. Denver recovered it, but didn't gain enough yards to get a first down. But somehow, it's their ball, first down. And I'm like... Because it counts as a fumble. We blocked it. I know. Doesn't it still count as a fumble? No. Did somebody touch it afterwards? If it cro- if it crosses the the line of scrimmage, it's then just a a free ball. I'm like, and even though they didn't gain enough yards, the announcers are like, wait, what? What's this rule? <laughs> and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit ever. We blocked a punt, and you guys got a first down. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, it's be, I think is one of the Cowboys touched it after it passed for the. If they uh, touch it, then it's a live ball. Yeah, but I'm like, it's, it's, it's be blocked. And I was like, I thought in high school they told us if you block a punt, it doesn't matter if it, it just doesn't matter. You you because it's our ball. Yeah, right. Uh, no, it's not. No, I guess not. <laughs> I, I was I just did not know that rule, and I was all excited because they, they had the ball like on the 30 yard line. And next thing I know, it's Denver's ball first down. I'm like, I'm so confused, but. Yeah, that game was weird. I really hope it, it felt like the Cowboys walked into that game thinking, all right, 
Let's just go here. Let's take care of Denver. <clears throat> Trap game. They literally just thought they could show up and win. And uh, that's that's not how it works. So, yeah, they just uh, – hopefully that's a wake-up call that they just need to actually uh, put some effort in every week and not just overlook teams. But, I mean, everything was weird. Atlanta beat New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Jacksonville beat Buffalo. Did Philly – did Philly beat Hang on. I got an update something. I don't know why I did what? that. Did Philly, Philly didn't beat the Chargers? No. Right? Oh, okay. No, because like Herbert went off in that game. Okay. I was gonna say I thought the Chargers won. Chargers did win. Yeah, so you so it's actually no more than six picks, right? Okay, because I was like, I swear I got that yeah. right. Oh, I got five right now. Sweet. Uh Minnesota beat Baltimore? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. Baltimore beat Minnesota. Baltimore beat Minnesota, Derek. It went into overtime, but Baltimore won. Pretty sure. Yeah. I did this in, on a computer. I know they beat them. Oh well. I might... know I did this right before. I don't know what was going on. Okay. Yeah. There might. I have to go back and look at it. But uh, yeah. So, um. Anybody uh, get on Facebook today? No. Did I miss something? Um, yeah, I had a very, uh, well, I mean, I wasn't really with. Yeah, Baltimore won an overtime, 34-31. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, I know. I need to go back on the computer. What was, because it doesn't translate over for some reason, so I got to do it on my phone again. Weird. Your beard's weird. You get that when you go with Google stuff instead of yeah. just, you know, Excel. <clears throat> Bateman must have really pissed off. Anyway, talk, not talk about your Facebook this. thing. So, um, did you see it, Derek? <clears throat> no, Was that it. the one that a uh, person that I know and you know posted something and then you're trying to... I just asked a question. I just, yeah. I just asked a simple question. And um, I still didn't get an answer. I'm still waiting for an answer. So that one? Um, yeah. So, okay. So somebody posts this thing about um, inflation rates for, like, food. Not just, but specific foods. Like, meat, bacon, eggs, and apples. Just four random things. And you can obviously tell this news. I'm guessing it's... Fox News, I can tell by the... Yep. Yeah, it's definitely Fox News. Went and searched for the foods that have the highest inflation rate. They didn't leave out other things. And then, you know, posted as if, well, look at what Biden's doing to our our food prices. And all I... And it's so frustrating because people... Will blame the president, who no matter who it is, no matter who it for is. everything. You stubbed your toe, ah, fucking Biden. <laughs> like, okay, did he have anything to do with that? So all I asked was, okay, what what did Biden do to to cause this in, increase in inflation? And of course, nobody can actually give me an answer. They can say it's his admin they say it's his administration I'm like well what what did he do what what happened what did he sign what did he pass 
that caused inflation. Can you tell me? Nope. All you do is call me an idiot for not knowing. I'm like, well, then, sh then tell me. Show me what it is. I'm like, all I did was look up inflation rates for foods, and the USDA has an explanation for why all this shit is increasing. First of all, it increases by 2 to 3% every year if you do nothing. Um, so that's always going to increase because inflation works that way. It's always going up. Uh, but minimum wage doesn't. No, of course not. But if you read the article, it says that um, this year was we had a bigger drought than normal. We had winter storms in the spring that hurt crop production. Simple supply and demand is going to increase meat prices. Bacon is meat. All that stuff is going to increase. And the article clearly explains it. So, of course, I post this article. Does anyone actually read it? Fuck no. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. They just... One guy told me, well, he's a farmer. Yep. I read so, he, so he knows. Yeah, he knows it. And I was like, okay, is it possible that your little rinky-dink farm in Iowa or wherever you are doesn't represent all farms in America? Is that possible? That maybe, no. maybe your farm might not be as affected as the droughts in California. Because the droughts in California were a little bit more severe than us here in the Midwest. Nope. Nope. It's definitely not that. So you're a one-sided individual. And I'm like, okay. And then he asked me what my profession was. I'm like, what does that have to do with it? He's like, answer the question. I'm like, I did like four comments ago. I answered what I do for a living. So I don't know what that has to do with, can you just tell me what legislation was passed that caused these increases? And of course, nobody says a goddamn thing. And it's so frustrating because they claim they've won the argument without actually giving any information. They just say, I'm a farmer, I know. Yeah, right. You're a farmer, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess that's all I need. Hey, I'm a doctor. I should... But, uh... Should yes, this, this person, I should probably just... Uh, unfollow on Facebook because... Yeah, even as a has, farmer, this guy's a doofus. Like... So drought doesn't. So oh, he. What, I, what do crops have to do with meat? I don't know. Your livestock need to eat. That's what I was like, dude. You literally think drought doesn't affect your your fucking farm animals. Your really. Your, your beef cattle can't get big without eating. Like okay, let's just say somehow your your cows eat magically. They don't eat crops. They just eat magic. Yep. Okay, um, if you're a farmer. And you raise beef cattle and crops at the same time. You do both. Well, there's a drought, so you have less crops. So, people still need to eat. So, if there's less crops to eat, there's more demand for meat. Supply. Demand. <laughs> Price goes up. That's how it works. Oh, my God. Yeah, this... <laughs> like, 
I'm going to, like... I especially like this big one right here, so you're one-sided. Next time you feel the need to try and sound intelligent, please make sure you stick to the topic. You stated whether it was conflicting factor. It was a good try on your part, maybe next time. There is nothing in there, in that whole entire statement that he just put that answers any question at all. No, I just said, I'm still waiting for the answer. (laughs) All you have to do is say, oh, he passed legislation bill 242B that does whatever. Okay, then I'll go read it. But there's nothing. There's nothing. They want to blame the president for uh, gas prices and everything that happens in between. Like, sorry, the president isn't some sort of magical thing that he can just snap his fingers and do whatever he wants. Yeah. That's not how like, it works. Like, Hold on. A certain, Does a certain president claiming that drought doesn't affect grass? Because of him. No. Drought doesn't affect grass. I don't need to ask anyone. I do it for a living. Crops have nothing to do with the cattle or any other animal. 90% of the nutrition comes from grass, hay. I don't know what DDG is. I'm not going to lie. And supplements purchased from an AG dealer. Don't they have to get their stuff from places, though, too? All this stuff is, like, formulated to create this stuff. Guess where a lot of this stuff comes from? Different proteins, wheats, things like that. It's No, he's a farmer. He this knows. guy's an idiot. He he got better later on. Like we, Me and the, the original guy, like kind of met like in the middle yes i was like hey okay calm down like i just asked a simple question he's like oh you think you have all the answers i'm like i never claimed to have any answers i just asked a question please if you're you are a farmer you know the answer then tell me and what's funny is whenever these just i wouldn't even call them debates because in a debate there's actually some sort of like uh, evidence provided um, no one ever actually provides any evidence they just say well you can look it up I'm like oh no this isn't no this isn't high school I'm not doing your homework for you it's not how this works if you want to say that uh, at one point he's like well what proof do you have that Biden isn't behind this I'm like what what proof do you have that, that leprechaun, leprechauns aren't behind it? None. Because that's not how that's not how things work. You can't prove a negative. Prove that there's unic- that there aren't unicorns on Mars. You can't. You can't prove that there aren't unicorns on Mars. <laughs> this guy didn't answer anything. <laughs> he I thinks know. he won an argument. I know. It was so frustrating. I'm like, oh my god, dude, just answer the question. Like you tell when people can't debate worth a crap because they just all of a sudden get really defensive or start calling you names and stuff. Like, there is nothing in there that he, like, I feel dumber for reading his comments. Um, yeah, and that that's the funny thing is I... That's also what okay. a podunk town will do to so, you, too. It, it's really hard for me when somebody like that... Um, questions my intelligence like he was on there saying something about oh I must have an IQ of 87 yeah I saw that and I'm like that's what I mean is like when people go to that kind of thing without anything they yeah. I'm just like I want to be like that's when you know they're losing yeah yeah, yeah they're losing but they're trying to say everything and they I'm just can like, to make okay, it look like they're I, awesome I want to take I want to take the high road and I, I do I didn't say anything I wanted to be like yeah, I have a doctorate. I've, I'm an idiot. I would have. Like, fuck you. The fact that, like, you have to 
say something like that. Just You just know you haven't done anything in this argument. It's not really an argument. It's just he you. He hasn't really done anything in it's life. It's just you claiming you know an answer without actually giving one. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Because I could be like, hey, I'm in the Air Force, so I know more about war and everything than anybody else. So, like... You should probably come to me for advice. You're stupid. Don't and, talk about wars, okay? Yeah. And then uh, when someone starts questioning you, you'd be like, oh, what's your IQ? Like 88 when it comes to shooting a yeah. gun or some weird shit? What, are you in the army? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the funny thing is like at one point he said, oh, I respect what you do and blah, blah, blah. Because he talked about um, the reason. I'm like, well, there's, there's a labor shortage in America. And I'm not sure what the reason is. I don't know if... I mean, of course, they blame uh, government handouts for for that. Um, so raise the minimum wage. If you're going to make more money off of actually having a job versus getting stuff from the government, like, obviously you're going to work. Um, but the thing is, like, those government handouts, quote-unquote, Started with the previous administration. It's not like it's yeah. a new thing this year. It started in 2020. And, right. But that guy didn't right. get any blame for any sort of labor shortage. It's, of course, now. Um, and honestly, how many people died in America? Like 700,000? Yeah. So there was a meat shortage during some COVID. Of those, some of those remember people. all the plants shutting down uh some of those people had jobs and now they're dead yeah so job openings (laughs) so there's a job shortage and i don't really know i don't have any statistics on it but how many people during the pandemic figured out how to make money from home you how many people are quote content creators you know, they make yeah. TikTok videos or whatever, and they get money that way. I think a lot of people found ways to make money in non-traditional ways. Yeah. And uh, so now they're like, drivers. they're like, why am I going to go, you know, cut meat at a deli when I can make in TikTok videos or have an OnlyFans account and make money? Let me show your butthole on OnlyFans. Like... <laughs> Like, I, I they don't can't, really they know. They can't anymore. They should. What? The OnlyFans, they won't let them do nudity anymore. Well, yeah. then. I've never been on OnlyFans. But you know what I mean? Like, people are getting money yeah. to create content. And, I mean, it seems like everybody's on a TikTok star now. Um, but I'm just saying, I think people found ways, whether it's selling... Sensi or selling uh, whatever, Mary Kay products or whatever, I think people found alternative ways to make money and maybe they're not, they're not going to go out work a shit job for, you know, $11 an hour. Like, why would they? And the thing is, if jobs paid better people who go out and get jobs that's how it works people yeah. don't people don't want to live paycheck to paycheck like nobody wants that yeah i uh 
think it's funny because these are the same people that, like, when stats were coming out about well, COVID deaths, they're like, well, they're just making it up with underlying issues, and it's not really because of COVID. But then when the vaccine comes out and they don't want to get the vaccine, they're doing the same thing. Oh, people are dying from the vaccine. And they don't bring up, like, the underlying <laughs> issues and stuff like that, that they probably should vaccine or something like that. And, like, I don't know. It's just funny to me. Couple, couple thousand versus hundreds of thousands. He's a bell car. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating, and I really probably shouldn't get on Facebook debates, but this person keeps posting these. I'm sorry, stupid fucking memes. Um, that are just, just I'm I'm so annoyed by them, and. Of course, everyone takes me as like, oh, this guy's just a Biden supporter. And I'm like, yeah. look, I've voted on both sides of the fence, depending on who was fucking my options. And no, I don't think Biden is like amazing. But um, the, the stuff that people post about him is just like... Okay, calm down, Karen. It's not it's not uh, as drastic as you're making it out to be. I mean, and of course, no one ever gives me a legitimate answer. Like, there's this one. Uh, Trump may have hurt your feelings, but Biden is hurting your family, finance, and your freedom. How? And I just said, oh, please elaborate. What, what has he done to hurt your family? No, no. What has he done to hurt your finances? Because, um, no offense, but last time I checked, the person who's posting this stuff isn't uh, in the top 1% of fucking in income earnings. Well, that's what everybody keeps forgetting with the whole when they say, oh, Trump did this and that. I never, me and Dad have even talked about this. Like, I know Trump's not in office, but it always goes back to Trump. I even saw a... Uh, 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 banner coming back from Winona the other day. It said Trump 2024 Revenge Tour. Oh my I was God. like, Jesus Christ. The one in, by Winona? Yeah. Yeah, I drive by it every day. <laughs> but the thing about it, they keep coming back to Trump and everybody's like, he doesn't do anything to help the middle. Maybe, okay, how I say this, because I guarantee anybody that would listen to this or whatever would probably be like all of a sudden attacking me because that's how the world works now. Yeah. But. How does, I mean, and this is just a general question to ask, what has he actually done for the middle class to help anything? Everything was set up for the one percenters. Everything was set up to his make his pockets if, richer. If, the presidency was one big thing that he ended up getting that he was like, watch me exploit this. The, and that's, that's what I don't understand is like for me and my household, his tax plan probably, Trump's tax plan probably benefits us more than. Biden's for yeah. my me personally. Yeah, I don't know about for but, me uh, for, but, but everybody who complains about Biden's tax plan, I'm like, bitch, you make forty grand a year. You should you should be again, clicking your heels together for this tax plan. Yeah, right. It helps you. Yeah, exactly. It does not help me. And that's that's just the thing is that's what I don't understand how people who are middle class or lower vote against their own financial interest 
over and over. And that's what me and da- and that's what me and Dad were talking about is we couldn't believe for like what everybody does. That's not Waddle. <laughs> but no matter, it's just it's just stupid. It really is. It's it's almost like a popularity thing. It's like if three fourths of the world, three fourths of the country is voting for this guy, I got to do it too. I got to be a part of the. I got to be a part of the majority. It's it's all just a popularity contest at this point. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just the president does not have much as power as as much power as people think he does. Nope. He's mostly just a figurehead to people for people to bitch about. Yep. I mean, seriously, the eight years that Obama was was president. Well, let's, let's be real. Every time something. Oh, thanks, Obama. Right. Like, oh, I'm sorry. What did he do to you today? Let's be real. <laughs> the main reason people like Trump is because. Yes, he was a businessman, so he wasn't the same as uh, other politicians. And when I say this, I'm not saying Trump wasn't a politician, because let's face it, if you're in the presidency, in some way, you're a politician. Just get over it. Yep. But because he paid for his own campaigns, he did his own thing, he just Did he, though? He owes states, like, millions of dollars. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) He didn't pay. I guess what I mean. That's why he was raising money afterwards. Yeah. Well, I guess, pay for that. He really did, wasn't trying to fight anything. I he guess, was trying to raise money to pay, pay back shit. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is because he said whatever he wanted to say, no matter how dumb it was or whatever, the fact that he said it and normally a normal, like, uh, I don't know how to say it right. I was going to say a normal president that's in, like, public eyes yeah. kind of has, like, a has like a filter to be like, okay, I'm in the public. I have to be somewhat cordial. I have to be somewhat professional. Trump was like, screw this. I hate you, dude. You're a dickhead. And it would just go off about whatever else. Yeah. And I think that's the main reason people liked him. It's just because, oh, look at this guy. He can say whatever he wants, so I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm sorry. That's the main reason I think he got a lot of his votes. Yeah. Um, just <clears throat> saying what you want doesn't make exactly. you good. Well, hey, there. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're taking that and running with Like, everybody, like, when I talk to people, like, uh, Biden can't even speak. I'm like, yeah, because he has a speech impediment. Like, you guys are in here making fun of him, and it's just because, like, his brain doesn't work the same way yours does. Like, <laughs> just chill yeah. out. Um, and honestly, someone's ability to do public speaking is not really indicative of their intelligence. Uh Trump is your prime example. Mm, but is he a good speaker? No, I never said that. I'm <laughs> saying look at him like dummy <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Is, oh, yeah. Is, I mean, nothing he said made sense. I mean, those same people won't who say, oh, look, uh, Biden can't put a sentence together. He's an idiot. But like, okay. So then you admit that Barack Obama is a fucking genius. And then they probably get all Because pissy. he's a great public speaker and you yep. can't even deny that. Does no. that make him a genius? No. Speaking in public, some people are good at it. I fucking suck at it. Doesn't mean you're smarter than me, though, bro. (laughs) Right. It just means I don't like speaking in front of people. Yeah. That's why I do a podcast. There's two of us here. Three of us here. (laughs) Yep. I don't have to be out in public and making a speech and where I'm going to fucking throw up. Um. But yeah, anyway, I, I should probably I was at work and I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing this stupid debate on Facebook with people who can't just answer a fucking question. All I answered was, all I asked was for one question, and it should have been three comments. Like, oh, here's here's a link to what I'm talking about. Beep boop bop. And that would have been it. Thank you. See, that's the other thing that everybody Thank doesn't you. seem to get. In the thing is, 
half the time when you're asking about this stuff, you're not even attacking anybody. Like, no, I, I just read, ask a question. Yeah, I literally get through all your posts, and it's that's what's comical to me. That's why I enjoy reading it. Is it's not so much your stuff. It's I love how people just all of a sudden go far out in the left field about like. This guy's attacking me. This guy's doing this. Like, well, how dare he ask me this question? This is baloney. I'm like Trump uh, forever. I'm like, like uh, I didn't. It's a question, man. Just, <laughs> just answer it and it's done. Yeah, I mean, the one guy. I mean, there was another guy who chimed in, who gave a long answer of, "This is what yeah, I, I think," that. and I was like, "Okay, thank you for yeah, providing." You even said thank you. <laughs> I said thank you for providing like a detailed answer, not just it's Biden's fault. Yeah. Or I'm a farmer, I know. Yeah. That's not an answer. You actually gave reasons, and then I just asked specifically: Is there specific legislation yeah, yeah. you're talking yeah, about? You didn't even, and he it, lost his fucking mind. Yep. Yep. It wasn't even. It wasn't even you saying like, "Okay, are you sure about this?" Though I was like, "Thank you." If you have further detail on it, because you were trying to say that you wanted to read further onto that. It's yes. Basically, what you were saying, and this guy took it as. I'm already done. I'm not answering this anymore. I just said, I just, just, all I said was, I just wanted something specific so I could look up whatever specifically you're talking about. But then I realized he had no answers either. He just is speaking the Fox News narrative. Yep. And uh, there's no, there's no real answer because chances are he probably didn't do anything legislation wise to change food prices. They just went up. Yeah. That's how it, that's how it works. Because let's be honest, people watching Fox News, they ain't they ain't buying apples. No. <laughs> so I don't. Did did the Twinkie prices go up? Let's talk about something real. Because <laughs> guess what, apple prices going up. I, you don't care. Nope. <laughs> Honestly, like when I'm listening to other people talk from around that area, I'm not taking any of it seriously. I just, I they, said, they've had one view their entire life, and they don't move away from it to see other views, and it kind of uh, hurts them in the long run. Well, like that guy that was arguing the Russell on there, like literally, you could tell podunk little town that yeah. he's got his one thing he's used to, and that's it. It's like what about what about when Trump did that trade uh, or uh, trade embargo? Or whatever it was, and like that's when people's farms were going under because the trade uh, embargo hurt their whole uh, system. So, oh, be careful you saying that. Now you're gonna have podunk uh, people being all mad. Um, yeah, that's okay. No one listens to this. Yeah, for true. <laughs> anyway, we're just getting our thoughts out. My yeah. thought, I can say them. I just, I all probably, right. I probably shouldn't. Uh, Oh my god, though. Um, What was up to the dude starting to make it racial, by the way? What do you mean? Talking about Biden's... Yeah, I'm not gonna... I don't don't remember... I don't remember that. What what happened? I don't... I didn't read all Um, that. It's it's right under when the person who posted it responded, and you guys were talking, and then right after that, the next person... Can you explain why Biden goes off script with his veteran speech to talk about how he adopted the attitude of a... Oh yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I didn't hear the speech, so I don't know. What talk, I don't know Everything always comes back to a racial thing. It seems to still. Yeah, it's that's also pathetic. <laughs> Come on, okay. Please don't give this ball to freaking Miles Gaskin. Uh, me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> get get in there. Yes. 
Thank you, Tua. Thank you, <laughs> Tua. Sorry, Josh. Oh. I'm just going to win. Sorry, Josh. I need this win, bro. I need this win bad because Kamara is probably not going to play. Yeah, that hurts my dick. Thanks, dick. <laughs> dude, every dude I touch. Every dude I touch. Yeah, in so fantasy. go look at my dynasty team and don't touch anybody oh, else. Okay, you wanna you wanna know what's funny? I posted this in a fantasy football forum and I said, Hey guys, this was my starting lineup after draft night. What could go wrong? Quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott. Running backs, Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson. Receivers, Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, tight end, TJ Hawkinson, Flex, Gus Edwards, and Tyler Lockett. Uh, Henry on IR, Gibson, terrible, Allen Robinson, non-existent. Uh, Calvin Ridley, quit football, uh, Gus Edwards, IR. You won that trade. <laughs> Did I, though? Kamara's hurt now, too. Just, like, seriously, and even if I just, like, think about it, I just traded for Robert Woods in Dynasty, and then they sign OBJ. Like, come on! What? Am I, I literally, if I just think about liking a guy. Go ahead and think about liking, um, never mind. Don't say it. Don't do it. So here's the, I'll think about it next week. Here's the funny thing. I drafted Tom Brady because I hate him. Fucking killing it. (laughs) This is true. That one backfired, but you're like, "Eh." So, so. New strategy. Every year, I'm just going to draft every dude I fucking hate. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady at quarterback. And then you're going to win the championship. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. <laughs> who else do I hate? I'm trying to think who I, I hate. Gaskin. Aaron Jones. I don't hate Miles Gaskin. He sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, and now watch him go for like a 70-yard touchdown. It's so frustrating. I mean, I'm just I'm focusing on dynasty basketball now and dynasty football. Those <laughs> those are the teams I have a chance with. Um, keeper league, it's over. <laughs> just trying to stay out of that deuce bowl. Uh, I'm just trying not to get last. I'm not gonna, I don't want to spend. <laughs> Somebody made a meme about that uh, offensive lineman already, and it's like <laughs> that's that. Doug, Derek Hungry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like diving for the end zone. They got a picture of him like upside down reaching. Yeah, it's already. <laughs> I saw there's already a couple of them out there already. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. But anyway, what else? Do Russell we have? digresses. Oh, do we have any? That was my Russell's rant for today. Russell's rant. There yeah. it is. We finally got it. Facebook bullshit. Um, speaking Facebook. of though, I mean, I'm about since, to delete it since since nobody. Uh, listens to this i can i can talk about it because i don't care um so my my uh my grandmother has a uh, a group chat um for us what the fuck is this i don't know what that is mm-hmm. um so that she has us like and the grandkids on and she messaged us last weekend and said, oh, we're having Thanksgiving dinner at this time, and we're doing Christmas dinner at this time. Now, going down there has been kind of a point of contention for some of us um, in the healthcare fields in our family. 
because almost everybody down there is not vaccinated and doesn't care about, doesn't take it COVID seriously, you know, and our kids, some of them aren't old enough to be vaccinated. And most of the issue for us is if our kids like get COVID, uh, we can't really afford to not be at work for two weeks or 10 days, whatever it is. So we've just been kinding of, you know, just reducing our risk, not, um, not going down there. Um, so one of my siblings, I'll just say siblings, I won't say who it is, just comments that, well, um, we might be able to make it because right now all of my uh, family is out with COVID, so we'll have natural immunity by Thanksgiving. And, uh, my grandmother says, yep, the way God made us. And I'm like, okay, I'm biting my fucking tongue. Like, okay, don't say anything. Just, just say nothing. So I just, I just posted a gif of uh, Andy Sandberg looking like, I don't know what to say. This is an awkward situation for me. And so that's all I posted. That wasn't like, I wanted to say, <laughs> what I really wanted to say is when she said, you know, oh, the way God made us, I want to say, well, except for all the dead people, I guess. <laughs> because, right. like, uh, hundreds of thousands of people in America just died. Millions across the world died. Yep. So I guess God didn't make them right. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's super insensitive to people who have had people die. Yeah. So have you have you guys had anybody close to you die? Pass away or, or anything from that yet? Um... No, nobody close. Yeah, I don't think anybody close. But, uh, so I just, you know, commented that, like, okay, haha. Like, I'm just trying to be funny that the atheist is a little feeling awkward about the, the God mention, you know? Well, then my sibling says, well, yeah, thank God made scientists so we can have vaccines. Oh, snap. And I'm like, oh, you, okay, you did it. <laughs> you said what I wanted you to say, and you, uh, but I'll just. I'll just, I'll just watch to see what happens. I'll just. Wait, I'll, hang on, which one? Which one what? Can't say it on here. The older or the younger? Older. Said it. Older. I kind of figured. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, okay. no chill. Just <laughs> no chill. So, um. <laughs> Then another one of my siblings, uh, my, my grandma actually agreed with it. She's like, oh, I agree. Scientists are great, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, good. Crisis averted. We're good. Then one of my other siblings <laughs> chimes in and says, well, based on the way I see how you people treat your family, I don't feel bad about not coming to Christmas this year. And I'm like, whoa. That came out of left field. What the just happened here? Uh And uh, shit hath hitteth the faneth. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. That was a bomb. Yeah. It was a little um, what's happening. And then they got into um, an argument 
that went way off the rails where I had to say, uh, can you please take this off the group chat, please? <laughs> and if I tell you to take it off the group chat, you know yeah. it's rough. Yeah. Um, Yowza. But yeah, so I don't know where my uh, my two siblings are now as far as talking to each other, but I don't think it's going to be happening. So he, he intended that for the other sibling? Was that... Yes. Kind of... Wow. Well, I guess it was also including me at first. Wow. Because of my little gif that I sent. Really? Yes. I was like, no, I was just like trying to be funny. Like, oh, that was to Bateman. I know. Um, I was trying to be funny. I wasn't like trying to be mean. And so we came to an understanding after the fact, but yeah, it was um, yikes. Yeah, so I'm like Chris, yeah. it's Chris, family get-togethers are going to be honestly weird um, since the beginning of COVID. It's been it's kind of driven a pretty big wedge in my family. Um, to, I mean, mothers and daughters, fathers and sons brothers and sisters like it's been kind of a point of division yeah and it's uh it's very frustrating speaking of uh ivermectin (laughs) uh we had a out-of-state doctor call in prescriptions for a family of four for ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Oh, and I was like, get the f*** out of here with this bullshit. So now, whenever I try to process any of those two drugs, my computer system has like a red flag that comes up and says, hey, make sure that this is for a legitimate medical purpose. COVID is not a legitimate medical purpose for these drugs. So um, I contacted, you know, my manager and said, hey, like, what's the policy on on this? Because I don't want to get in trouble with you guys if I, you know, whatever. I want to make sure I'm on par with what the company's policy is because obviously the computer is telling me to stop. And I was told... Well, use your professional judgment. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're just passing the buck on yep. me. Yep. You don't want to, you know, take uh, take responsibility for it. So I decided to, uh, I called another pharmacist that I know, and uh, they said, oh, yeah, I told someone I wasn't going to fill it. Um, and it went all the way up to, like, the legal department for the company. Because that person threw a, a hissy fit. <laughs> of course. So now they said, well, now I just tell them I can't get the medication, and then then you don't have to deal with it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to tell them I can't get it. I'm going to tell them straight out, like, you're not getting it. This isn't a legitimate purpose. COVID is not, this is not good for COVID. It's a anti-parasitic medication for a viral infection. Tell me how that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. No. So I I told them no, I'm not I don't feel comfortable filling it. 
Um, the FDA and the CDC do not recommend it. And the uh, they were like, well, I, I was under the uh, impression that the FDA was neutral on this. And I was like, hm, nope, not neutral. They're, <laughs> good, good try. They, they're pretty, I know which side they're on. They're on the side of don't use it. I mean, I see articles every week about people ended up in the hospital because of ivermectin use. So I am not going to put my license on the line because, A, I have no medical history from you. I don't know what if you have any heart conditions or anything. I'm not putting my medical license on the line to give you ivermectin. If you end up in the hospital, nope. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So... He didn't yell at me, surprisingly, um, but did transfer his prescriptions out. He was like, well, will you transfer it? I'm like, "That's I will send it to whatever pharmacy wants to put their license on the line for it. That's fine. I don't <laughs> care. That's them. That's yeah. on them. That's not on me. So we ended up transferring it out. But, uh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, my mom would be super proud. I, I turned down ivermectin because <laughs> she asked for it few months ago if i got a prescription for ivermectin would you fill it and i said nope <laughs> um but hey i had another another, another uh fun uh interaction with a customer this uh this week so we have uh we're all too young for it now but when you get a colonoscopy your doctor will send you like a 12-page packet of when you start your colonoscopy preparation. It's essentially a huge gallon jug of salt water you have to drink Ugh. and makes you shit your brains out for a day. Um, it tells you when you have to stop eating, what you can't drink, like nothing with colored dyes in it. Like There's a whole list of everything you have to do. And typically, at least doctors in this area, send that about like a month, two months before your procedure. And so we never fill them right away because people don't need them for a month or two. The customers, or the, the patient, is supposed to read their packet, know when they need to start it, and call us and say, Hey, I have a colonoscopy coming up. I need you to fill it up for me. So, this customer did not do that. <laughs> oh, God. They did not read their packet. They just showed up to their, their colonoscopy appointment. And the doctor's like, uh, we can't do it because you didn't do your prep. So now whose fault is that? It's okay. obviously mine. It's <laughs> yours. Right? So... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so this person comes and is upset. I'm obviously helping other people. I'm like, yeah, I'll be over there in a second. I don't know what the problem is. It's just, I'm just told I need to talk to this person. And um, so I go over there and I talk to them. And they're upset because they had to use a day of it, their last day of vacation to do this procedure. And it's our fault for not filling it. And. Um, she's, she, this person just pissed off and I'm like, okay, well, uh, did you receive your packet in the mail? She's like, well, yeah. I'm like, did you read it? No answer. 
And I'm like, see, if you would have read it, you would have noticed on Saturday, hey, I don't have my big gallon jug. And you could have called us because you have to start drinking it on Sunday. And then if you would have read your packet on Sunday, you would have said, hey, where's my gallon jug? Or if you would have listened to when your doctor talked to you about this, that all day Sunday, you pretty much live on your toilet. If you would have listened, you would have been sitting at home on Sunday saying, huh, I'm not pooping at all. What's going on? But you didn't do that. <laughs> I you, hope you said it just like this to her. Uh, I didn't say it just like this to her. I just, I, I, so then not only did she, did I not read it Saturday or Sunday or Monday didn't call us early Monday morning and say, hey, I'm missing nothing. Comes up, comes to us after the fact. And I, I, I believe that it's my job to empower patients to take control of their own health care. Uh, yeah, because that's not it's, your responsibility. It's, it's not my job to hold your hand. Yeah. It's it's. To me, it's my job is to educate you so you know, hey, I take three medications. I don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, I take a white one, a pink one, and a blue one. But you don't know what they are. You don't know what they do. That's, you don't, that's, not, that's not how you should, you should know. Oh, I take this one because I have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I take this one because I have high cholesterol. I take this one for whatever. Like You should know what you take and why you take it. That's my job is to empower you to take an active role in your own healthcare. So that's what I told this person. I was like, it's, it is, it's kind of part of your responsibility to know when your procedure is because your doctor doesn't tell us when your procedure is. Do you want to know what he wrote for the directions? Usually directions say, take one tablet by mouth once a day. It's very clear. For these colonoscopy preparations, they say, follow your instructions in the packet that we mailed you. (laughs) So I don't have the packet. Right. It does not say, hey, your appointment is on the 10th at 10 a.m. You have the packet, not me. I don't know. So all I did was say, look, you're partly responsible for this happening. They did not like that answer. <laughs> of course not. Um, don't you dare blame me. So uh, there was nothing I could do for this person at this point because they had already missed their appointment. They are a day behind. Even if I gave them the, the gallon jug right now, they can't do anything with it. Um, so... I told her she was leaving. I told her to have a good day. And she told me to, quote, shove it up my ass. <laughs> no, that's what they do at the colonoscopy. And yeah, I, exactly. And I said, <laughs> okay, you're welcome. And then she flipped me off. <laughs> of course she did. Yep. It was really funny because we had, like, a bunch of customers around the pharmacy. And they all gave me this look like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I was like, what? 
You said that with your eyes. I didn't say it. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, yeah, I told that I told that story to, to Chelsea, and obviously the, the kids overheard it. And we're like, why would someone tell you to shove something up your butt? And I was like, I don't know. But she, they wanted me to. They wanted me to shove it up my butt. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Hopefully I won't get in trouble for talking about work stuff on here, but... I'm I sure. I'm sure nobody. I mean, what are they going to do? Give off any personal information. You're good. What are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, then you could go work with the Air Force. I mean, at some point, here. I'm like. I mean, at one point last year, me and my wife were both kind of like so burnt out because, I mean, a lot of healthcare workers are. We feel overworked, underappreciated. And me and my wife were both like, dude, do we just quit our jobs and open a Raisin Cane's? Raisin Cane's! Like, we were legit thinking about it. And I found out that they weren't taking applications for new franchises last year <laughs> because of COVID. And I was like, ah. I mean, it was legit. Like, I was like so sick of it because you're just getting, I don't know, I'm getting overworked. Everybody in healthcare seems to be getting overworked. So it's well. The other thing that isn't helping anybody in the health field either is the people you're trying to help, uneducated idiots compared to compared to simpler times. Yeah, like everybody. It, now don't get me wrong. There's even times that <clears throat> how do I say this without being, <laughs> being a dickhead? Uh, <clears throat> there are some medical professionals with things that happen where I'm kind of like, well. Why didn't you look further into this? Uh, only because recent events, I'm not going to go into it, but um, different things that have kind of helped happen in my life last uh, couple weeks that were kind of shattering. Um, well, could have potentially been shattering, but and it's even though I asked this, I've also got it in my mind too that it's not like this is something that happens normally, so. But there's just sometimes with like medical professionals and everything, there there are some questions I have sometimes like, well, why wasn't this checked further into, or why wasn't this done? And when I say that, it's not like me saying it's everybody in the medical field, but it's there's always that small group of people that, and it's in everything. But yeah, that's. But for the most part, your doctors, your medical people, they have your best interest. Um, just can't be stupid yeah that's um (laughs) okay i can talk about covid conspiracies all day i'm not going to today (laughs) (laughs) because the the amount of people that think covid is a conspiracy and yeah that i don't understand and that I'm like, so you literally think, like, doctors are purposely trying to harm you? Like, they're right. not, they're, they're, they don't want to save your life? Like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, and right. the government wants to take yeah. or uh, hurt their own military with vaccines? Right. Yeah, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> but anyway, I digress, or I digest. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, from uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Brent Turhune. He is a he is a funny comedian. You should check him on Facebook, TikTok, whatever he's on. 
he's kind of hilarious. Um, but anyway, what else? Do we have anything else tonight? They're interviewing that offensive lineman yep. right now yep. that tried to score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely picked Miami to win tonight. Yeah, I know you didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. No, I'm pretty sure we have proof that you picked a different team. Do prove it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read anything that you put. That's how it works. You, I ask. That's you not ask facts. For, I ask for evidence. You provide uh, it. Uh, I don't read it. Yeah, right. I quote. I formulate my own. Matt, Matt says, "Haven't seen a score. I'm going to pick quick because he thought he forgot his picks." Russell says, "I too. Obviously, Ravens tonight." <laughs> uh, my phone was Audio. hacked. <laughs> Audio. I did not do that. So, you get automatic minus 10 points for trying to lock. We don't play that in this thing. I do have to, what? I still have time to put a lock in. Seems easy. No, it's too late. Nuh-uh. This got till Sunday. No, I don't. I put but. 10 in there, but I don't know what I want to put for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Kevin picked, uh, didn't pick Baltimore. <laughs> I don't think Kevin made any picks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, ouch. But all right, anyway, I think we should. I, love probably, it. I think we should probably end it. We're kind of trailing off here. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll tune in for next week when we do episode thirteen. Think of your favorite thirteens. Thirteens. <laughs> I got. I got a good one. Real rando. Oh God. <laughs> well, all right. Catch y'all next week. Hopefully, I don't get fired. <laughs>